I'm sitting in. Oh, thank you very much for that. I'm gonna learn how to work all these new little things here in the studio. Hopefully you can hear me on my microphone. I'm sitting here in the studio with Dirty Harry right now and my co-host Ashley Roderick. And we're gonna be talking about all things uh, around the world of electronic music, uh, you know, national, international, local, guest interviews, all that kind of fun stuff, just to keep your, you on the pulse of what's going on in the world of electronic music. Ashley, you wanna go ahead and say hi to the fans out there? Oh, you know what? Maybe if I turn on your microphone, see, I'm learning all this stuff. It's all new. Yeah, it's growing pains. Hey, everybody. There we go. There we go. You're on the microphone now. And I got our first guest in the studio. Just got done with the, the world-famous show, The Traffic Jam, here thank, out of Seattle. Thank Dirty you very Harry. much. Dirty Harry, yes. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Darren. Welcome to your first show. Thank you. Not yeah. your first, you know, your first <laughs> show at... At this radio station, RainierAvenueRadio.world. Yeah, we're really excited about this opportunity. I mean, I'm I, excited. To, I'm uh, excited. You know, I like how things just kind of come together. I mean, we, you and I had a couple phone conversations, and I said, you know what? I want you to come on my radio show that I do weekday afternoons here, four to six, through the TuneIn Radio app here, and uh, introduced you to the GM, the head of the radio station, and uh, I said, hey, how did things go? I think you said things went amazing, and. Obviously, things went pretty well just off, you know, off of you and I connecting off of uh, Facebook and just shows you, you know, the art of networking. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the key um, functions of what we created the DJ sessions for in the beginning yeah. was to get DJs wanting to get them to work together so that they, you know, normally if a DJ plays on a Friday night, the other DJs are playing on Friday night. They yeah. never get to collaborate. Right. Or you get into the politics and this crew doesn't like that crew. They're up against this crew or whatnot. Yeah. Leave the so, politics. Leave the politics yeah, in the garage. We wanted to make it kind of a melting pot of getting that DJ that normally wouldn't play with somebody because they were always booked on, on opposite, opposite or you know conflicting nights. So yeah. we would bring them in on a Wednesday and interview them. And now we're getting back to that interview process again, doing it here with Rainier Avenue Radio. Going guess, dayline on them. I know. It's awesome. Yeah. Is awesome. I like the studio place too. Man, we we got we got all the bells and whistles here. We've got uh, DJ Nibor, one of my one of my main DJs, on the air with me Monday through uh, Monday through Friday, four to six, or uh, a staple in the in the community when it comes time to being a classic, uh, well well renowned DJ DJ Nibor. Mm-hmm. And your background, I mean, you've been in radio, you've been in the business for a while yourself. Here, give our give our our viewers a little bit of, of your background, your history. Yeah, for sure. I uh, you know I had the opportunity out of school to uh, represent a label that uh, most people in the business have heard of once or twice in their lives, and that label is called Def Jam Records, headed up by uh, at the time Russell Simmons, still and uh, Leora Cohen, and uh, the rest of the upper brass management and uh, had the opportunity to uh, represent that fine label be their northwest rep and did that for did that for a few years and uh, just you know ultimately fell in love with radio I worked radio I was responsible for a station called cube 93 heritage radio station out here making sure that at, at the years that I was at Def Jam we were working LL Cool J Foxy Brown uh, some of the run DMC material some of the early Jay-Z on the rock side, the Mercury label side, we had Aerosmith. Uh, so it was uh, it was a good it was a good run. And I said, you know, I, I think I think radio's calling my name. And uh, I uh, just you know started off doing what I was doing, and still at Def Jam. And then I had to go back to Def Jam and say, you know, I think uh, I, I think uh, I think I got to make a transition into the business on the broadcasting media communication side and uh, saw these major air talents developing these big names for themselves. And I uh, spent just under 21 years uh, with the company and uh, as an on-air talent, as a executive producer, 
and uh, wore many other hats and responsibilities over my over my tenure uh, representing Cube ninety three. Now I got to ask you the, the multi million dollar question here: Did you ever learn how to DJ? I, you know, I've been offered, and I, I still am actually thinking about it. I, you know, my kind of, you know, grassroots forte has always been a host. I mean, I love I love hosting parties and events and clubs and fashion shows and movie premieres and things in and out of the market, and I and I do it frequently. Uh, and you know, I love being a radio host. You know, I, I'm a radio host. I'm also a uh, I'm a, I'm a uh, consultant and a, a music manager, so I'm really able to really give my, you know, perspective and uh, proper business etiquette and illustration into where the business is at right now and ultimately where it's going from, from being in it since, you know, 96, 97. Mm -hmm. Wow. You sound like Darren a lot. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, people after doing a show for 10 years, uh, featuring DJs from, you know, our backyard from that come here from all over the world, everyone's always asked me if I, if I ever wanted to learn how to DJ and I go, no, I'm a video producer. I'm a, I guess I'm on air talent, yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah. I, I, I've never had the passion to want to learn how to DJ. And yeah. now I own my own gear. Yeah. It still is just, when I used to interview these guys and they'd say, you know, how often do you spend every week looking for new tracks, looking for new right. songs? Right. Some of these guys would be like two, three hours a day. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I get, there's so many, I don't think I need to add my name to the DJ pool. Right. There's so much great talent out there. Right, right. Um, it's just there's so many people out there, but it's it's pretty easy to get into now as opposed to back in the days when it was Technique 1200s and yeah. uh, you know vinyl. I mean, back in the day, that yeah. some of the DJs actually had hand trucks. Yeah, they brought hand trucks into the radio station. I'll never forget. And they had just you know crates and crates of vinyl, and they would be flipping through it. And you know that that's how that's how the DJs were serviced. I mean, you know when you talk to some of these you know newer generation. Uh, you know, kids who are, you know, 16, 17, 18, and you tell them about, you know, <laughs> cassettes and vital and, you know, what, you know, what, what, what the business, you you know, was back in the day. I mean, it's like, what, what's that? You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now it's, I mean, you got friends of mine, they'll, they'll go, oh, I just downloaded this thing and has 20,000 songs in it. Yeah. 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 You can categorize yeah. by yeah. BPM now. Remember? Yeah. Know that. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Uh, I got the record box app on my phone. Yeah. And I can plug my phone in to yeah. my DJ gear, my, my Pioneer RX2, yeah. and boom, I'm mixing right from there. I mean, it's technology. I mean, one of yeah. my DJs, DJ Niebuhr, he, uh, he still brings in, he still, you know, uses a, a turntable. And there's other DJs that, you know, uses the classic CD, uh, CDJ. And shout out to uh, Pioneer and the different companies that, you know, continue to uh, keep, keep the movement groundbreaking with all the new uh, bells and whistles that these DJs can operate from. I mean, you know, now a lot of them can... You know, there's DJs in Vegas that can operate, you know, from from their phones. Mm-hmm. They can be in a booth and uh, literally program the music selection and categories and programming via their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just it's there. It's it's. I've always wanted to see if it's going to get to that. Do you remember that movie Virtuosity with Denzel Washington? I do. And, and I do. Uh, what was that? Russell Crowe. Yep. And then they're in the club, but he's yeah. making all the sounds with yeah. all the people's noises. Yeah. You know, seeing something like that, a live performance, electronic music acts. You know, we don't see a lot of that in Seattle much, but doesn't uh, doesn't your co-host, doesn't she do She's an artist. live music production? Yes, yeah. Her name is Fiza. Fiza. You can hit her up on her Instagram, F-Y-S-A-H. My Instagram is a dirty underscore Harry underscore 206. I, I tried to not have 10 or 20 underscores in there, huh. but that's my, that's my Instagram and uh, 
definitely hit me up. I, I, I like when I like I try to get through to everybody every day. But you know those inboxes can uh, can get a little jam packed sometimes. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just uh, I've learned to take time for myself uh-huh. and not get burnt out. I've, bur- I've burnt out probably six times over yeah. the course of twenty eight years, yep. and where I, I don't even want to touch a camera. I don't want to do a show. Yep. And now it's it's if it's nine o'clock to five o'clock, and then when it's five o'clock, I'm I'm eating dinner and I'm. Yep, transitioning five oh two. You're you're Darren. Darren, don't bother Darren. Darren's yeah. in a different it, different coastal mode yeah, at that it point. It goes in my to do list, and that's something for tomorrow. Right. You know. Right. But um, hey, we got something uh, secret secret stuff that we're working on. Going to be really cool together. We're going to announce here in a few weeks. I'm really know. excited to yeah. uh, make this major announcement with uh, myself, Dirty Harry, and my on air radio team that consists of seven or eight individuals, and uh, something that uh, I haven't uh, I haven't seen done before and uh, i'm really looking forward to being consistent with it and absolutely being dominant with it where uh I, i'm a very for people that really know dirty harry and the the type of guy that i am when it comes time to business i'm um i'm very competitive <laughs> and i and i think that i think that's i think that can be a good you know a good uh element to, to one's daily life mm-hmm. and uh you know I, i've had this idea for some time and Darren and I are about to make the uh, the swimming pool splash when it comes time to uh, having a uh, uh, you know what I, I'm going to leave it at that I'm going to leave it at that but it's uh, it's about to be I mean I mean you know this this is all I'll ask you when I came to you with this idea mm-hmm. I mean was your what was your initial first reaction when I said you know what I want to uh, I want to create this when it comes time to that level of broadcasting and that level of radio. It's it's definitely going to be something for the history books. I don't know of anyone that's ever done it before. Yep. Um, you know, I think it's it's going to be something that people you're going to get a lot of attention. Yeah. This is this yeah. is what we're what this we're is what we're doing. doing. So yeah, Darren and Dirty Harry, Dar- Darren and Dirty Harry have a couple of tricks up our sleeves. Our sleeves. And if you're watching us, you can go to the. Uh, if you're listening right now, you can go to the Rainier Avenue Radio dot world dot yep. world. Yep. And find us find us on Facebook. We're yep. streaming live yep. out of the studio right now. Just pop in the room, say hi. Say hello. And uh, also look at the other wonderful programming they got on the Rainier Avenue Radio dot world site. I was actually blown away by the amount of shows. Oh, this amazing! I mean, there. everything music to yeah. uh, pop culture, entertainment, a lot of different things. Very eclectic. Mm-hmm. So speaking of. I think we have a we got to talk about some electronic music stuff here, don't we, Ashley? We do, we do. <laughs> well, what'd you find out for us? What'd you what'd you research for us? Did you find something for us today? Um, well, you know, we were on the subject. We were on the subject of uh, just how easy it is to DJ now. And um, I don't know if you guys remember, like way back, it was uh, I think 2018 uh, EDC. Uh, there was DJ. Um, what was his name? Stephen Ganacci. Uh, he's like one of the worst. Well, they said he had he gave the worst performance um, ever, and uh, no Salvatore good. Salvatore Ganacci, and um, it was at I'm sorry it was Tomorrowland 2018, and basically he just got up on stage and uh, put on his mix and then was able to just sit there and air hump the uh, the turntables or whatever. Like it's just so easy now to just be a DJ and just hit play and then just do a bunch of fan service yeah. for the audience. Yeah. But I gotta say, you know, was it is it just you know how they have people that 
you know, just get up there and they do like the Jesus thing where they put their hands up in the air and they say, everyone put your hands up. Or you just see DJs doing crazy stuff with their hands and like not really mixing. You know, I'm wondering, is he like all those other DJs or was he making like a statement? Was it a satire performance? Because I love a good satire performance. Good question. Good question. I mean, uh, inquiring minds want to know. Maybe, maybe we need to do a little, uh, detective work there and do a little deep dive and figure that one out probably you know and you see dj's doing so many crazy things lately and i'm wondering like is it even about the music anymore or is it just about like performing on stage like are now djs just like the modern day clown because um flume was at uh, i believe it was edc this year and it was one of the most talked about things was him uh eating his girlfriend's butt and I know it already got talked to death earlier this year, but still, I just think about it, and I'm like, when did we go from, like, you know, looking at the DJ who's playing to, like, caring about, like, what he's doing on stage, you know? Oh. It, I mean, back in the day with the rock performers, you had a band, and you would have them, you know, putting on that performance, whereas a DJ... <laughs> that is true. You have Ozzy biting heads off backs, bats. you know? Yeah, there you go. I, I guess down. eating your girlfriend's butt is the modern-day bat head biting off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's another one of our resident DJs just in the studio. Oh, did he pop up? Nice. Yeah, awesome stuff. Um, yeah, this is great. I think we're 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 gonna kick it off with this show and it's gonna be a lot of fun talking about a lot of different subjects. Like I said, local, national, international. Yep. Do the do this um, DJ spotlights where we're gonna be bringing people in. It's a little bit of a twist from our original series, you know, which is mainly music focused. This yep. is gonna be more talk based and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Talk shows are good, you know. You can talk get, shows are fun. You can, they are uh, fun. You know, talk shows are good. You have, you have more time to uh, talk about, you know, topics of conversation and things that are on your mind, you know, that are chart topping, and you can, you know, get people's opinions. And- yeah, and I don't know anyone better to be a talk show host than probably Darren. <laughs> He can he can go on and on and on. I don't think I think if we paid him a million dollars to be quiet for a year, he couldn't do it. Couldn't not do even it. a week. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't last no, not a year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you could last a week. Yeah. Mm, no. Have problem. you ever tried or <laughs> <laughs> you get a million dollars? Yeah. Maybe play money. Offer, you know? offer me fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah 50, fifty bucks. 50 bucks. <laughs> that's our that's our running thing. I bet fifty bucks on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I bet fifty five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, yeah, fifty or five hundred. Five hundred. But yeah. um yeah, I mean, just looking at some of the other bigger topics that we're going to discuss. Um, we got a lot, you know, for these next few weeks. We um, do. You know, we have a lot that we're going to we're going to space out, um, and then you know, current things that'll be coming on. Uh, so today we're just you know breaking it in. We're just you know here let's welcoming get our it, viewers, get it, get it, getting to know each other. Let's, you know? let's talk. Uh, you did mention some of the bigger festivals out there, EDC and Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland yeah, you know, uh, let's segue into this. You know, something that happened not too long ago, probably. I heard about the story about six months ago, maybe, is that there was a summit of a lot of the big-time promoters, big-time world promoters over in Europe, I believe. Uh, I think you looked it up, sent the information to me, the European Electronic Music Summit. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, um, you know, they were basically talking about the lack of female DJs and lineups, that it's a very male-dominated industry. And one of their main focuses is going to be to add more female DJs to the lineup and you know, something we've taken a stance on here. I believe in supporting all artists yeah. you know, at the show. And then one of our, our press releases just went out. We're definitely looking at including more female and non-binary DJs on the show Good. to really get them exposure, get them out there because they get to play in their niches and, and then they don't, they, I don't know. We had, we had an incident here in Seattle happen that um, 
you know, local promoter went out and was making an all-female DJ lineup. And uh, unfortunately, some members of the, the community actually attacked him. Wow. In a sense. That's not not, not physically. Not physically but, it was a verbal. It was a verbal thing. It was a verbal, like, online mob gang up war on and and he had actually he took one of the female djs off the lineup and put a male dj in there and that was really sad because yeah. that's a female dj that you know these people they're they're verbally attacking him to to talk about the equality of women and yet they almost kind of counterintuitively uh robbed that female dj of her you know performance yep and so it, it's a little bit funny and it's a little bit ironic and yeah i mean it's it kind of was those double standards. Then I see another lineup with the same people going and playing that were complaining about it. And they got all female lineup. <laughs> well, the, the thing was that the promoter was a female. So yeah. was she really after female empowerment or was she just trying to protect her own show? Huh. Do, yeah. who do we, we don't know. And so uh segue into something I saw back in 2017 was a movie. I think it's uh, I want to say it's based out of LA, but it's called amplify her beautiful movie. I mean, just very well done. I like and the word play. All these, all these female DJs that are telling about their experience about, you don't know what we have to put up with on this side of the fence, trying to climb through these ranks yeah. and, and get up there. So definitely want to see more, uh, more female DJs out there. You, one of our sponsors of our show, uh, the Seattle DJ Academy is run up, headed up by Eva Jane, uh, DJ Eva, just very phenomenal rock steady performer. Awesome. And teaching, you know, brings these kids in and, and teaches them, how to become a DJ and awesome. give them that empowerment. It's just it's great. really, really awesome stuff. Well, we need to see more of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, on that note, what else have we, what else have we got? I'm, I'm looking at the notes you sent me, Ashley. The notes, um, yeah. Um, I think we were brainstorming on some other things to talk about that involved, you know, females. Because you're right, like, there's not that many female DJs out there. I mean, we've actually – I've actually seen an increase in, in female DJs in the last year, which is good. Um, not nearly as much as there should be, I think. Um, you know, we've got, like – what? who are our locals? We've got, like, Griffin Girl uh, out Griffin there. Girl, um, Megan Nefarious. We have Mindy Christian uh, – Chris, Mindy, yeah. Mindy. Mindy is it Christensen or Chris, – Chris, Kristen? I get it wrong. It, it, it's Mindy. You know DJ Mindy. Yeah, Miss Mindy. Miss Mindy. Miss there Mindy. we go. Um, there's a couple new ones though that I haven't been going to Monkey Lock recently. Saki Bomb. Um, uh, Amy, Amy, Snapdragon. Snapdragon, yeah. No, there's there's some new ones at Monkey Lock though. I've seen them. I've seen their pictures. Um, I gotta look up their names because I I haven't been to any shows in a bit here. Yeah, but I, I am seeing some more. I am seeing some more girls at Monkey Lock. So good mm -hmm. job on Monkey Lock for yeah. uh, booking those. But um. You know, I'm. I really like that Seattle is on board. You know, I think the Seattle scene is very on board with you know welcoming female DJs. Mm -hmm. I know that um, they also in EDM. You know, women are kind of objectified a lot. Like it seems like the culture. You know, for a long time it was go go's here that had to wear like the double cut bras. You know, and dress like they're wearing bathing suits in wintertime. Mm -hmm. And um, I like that. That's kind of kind of died off a little bit. And um, you know, Ramiro, one, you know, one of our great uh, promoters here in the Northwest, he also owns Uniting Souls Records. Um, he didn't want to, you know, promote a DJ. I think it was Lee Foss who, you know, was object. Now, it's, it is subjective. We don't know if that's his girlfriend. He tried, Lee Foss tried to play it safe face saying that it was his girlfriend under the, under the blanket. But that's just a weird image that you would paint of putting your girlfriend under a towel like you're ashamed of it or something. It, 
I don't know. It's a weird. That's a weird thing for him to try to save face on. I don't believe that was his girlfriend, but whatever he wants to put out there. Yeah, that sounds like another thing you guys would be able to. Yeah, a little bit. Of, and then most recently, the yeah, most recently, I think I was telling you about um, another DJ recently that was. Uh, uh, what was he doing? Yeah, Objectifying women again. You know, just all this stuff about. Um, oh, he was taking. Uh, dirty video of female staff yeah it was fisher which uh there's a quite a few quite a few halloween costumes i think i saw online for this halloween of people being fisher apparently he is uh, extremely annoying so uh i i can't i don't have a picture right now but there was someone i saw online that said uh well i didn't have anything in my closet and i couldn't think of anything but i know i'm hella annoying so i went as fisher this year and uh, i thought that was really funny funny enough i was actually i actually I got the costume party for Halloween this year and um, didn't know everyone was going to be dressed up. I was telling you a little bit about it yeah. in your show. And, yeah. uh, and funny enough, I just said, oh, what are you? And I go, I'm a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> simple as that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just write DJ on your shirt. Put my hands up. I have the video, though. Yeah, so he uh, posted about, like, the you know how, you know how like, you know, Foundation used to be. Yep. And now there's Club Vu and they always get the girl in black bikini, black underwear and the stockings. Yeah, so we got some girls here in that. And uh, Fisher says, any any C word, uh, order a T-bone cleaning service. And uh, this girl's Oof. bent over. Yeah, you know, just really nasty stuff that you see, and it's just not—it's not attractive. I don't know why. That's rough. That's not. You don't good. see. I don't see. I don't see any female DJs out there. That's you know, good, trying to like put men between their legs and take promo videos, yeah. or you know, Leave that to like, the adult like snap, world. like snap a guy's crotch and be like, anyone order the meat supreme or something. <laughs> and, and the meat supreme. <laughs> <laughs> That does tie into a, a bigger topic that we, we want to talk about nightclubbing in general is the emergence of the safe space nightclub and that movement out there to make it safe for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but mainly you hear the horror stories. The girls go into the clubs. The guys are hitting on them, you know, and, and I've actually had women pinch my butt yeah. at Q. So. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy out there for everybody. Right. It, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, the emergence of safe spaces and, and you know, how They're important. people are, are making that a priority. Um, we just had a, a – um, it was a USC, Sean Majors, uh, somebody else. They were at the Triple Door recently talking about, you know, making clubs safer, uh, making them safe. So I wish I would have had the video on that. I don't know if anyone videoed that whole segment. I'm sure someone were, can dig it up. They were talking, yeah, they were talking about it, and it's just a, it's a huge issue out there. And um, you know, you're right. The women get objectified in the sense of uh, in the commercialism of it all, and and you know, it's like, oh, you know, how do you how do you make somebody feel safe in a in, a, in an environment? Well, little steps like what Ramiro did. You know, canceling the Lee Foss event. You know, just showing these DJs that it's not attractive, and you know, yeah. find something else to drum up you know, the buzz about yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of said all press is good press. Yeah. You know? There's also just lazy, so, trashy press, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the integrity, but you got to look at how many DJs are out there on the whole. And if this one's okay, this one's probably not going to get booked or this one doesn't get booked. There's somebody who's going to fill this place. Yeah, somebody's yeah, going to come yeah. in and Definitely. fill the shoes. That's going to be a great artist that everyone's going to love. And, uh, you know, like I said, going back to those events where you're going to see, it was almost like they said it was a take on Lil Affair, where it was an all-female lineup, and they're going to start doing that with the yeah. female DJs in the in these major festivals. 
uh, moving forward. I think that's going to be great and uh, start start giving some credibility to the, the people that work hard that you know don't get a chance. There you go. So, would you like me to trade places with uh, your Actually, guests? Yeah, but I got to figure out how to do the bumper thing. The bumper thing. Oh, you're not you're not the tech. Oh, there he is. You got uh, you got D money in here. D money. We are still down. learning. Yeah, so I'm just learning. I just got to know where the other two segments. Yeah, this is my first time here in the studio. I had to do a crash course on uh, on some of the technical operations of things in here. And uh, thank you for having me on the uh, yeah, thank you show. So much. Thank you for coming on, and, and I'll look for forward to. Uh, making it consistent and all the best to you guys' new show. Yeah, check them out. Traffic Jam, 4 to 6, Monday through Thursday, RainierAvenueRadio.world. And, of course, also via our partners in crime, the TuneIn Radio app. The TuneIn Radio Dirty app. Harry, FISA, my entire team. Check us out, 4 to 6, Traffic Jam. That would be awesome. Thank you, Darren. You're welcome. Have a good day. Oh, and we're going to – I think what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break here in a couple minutes and play this awesome uh, – there's this name you called for it. That was the break. We're going to take a break for a few minutes. I'm so used to TV, TV and video that I don't take a break because it's all live streaming for four hours. Yeah. You know, so it's like all this, it's, I mean. Yeah, this is your first uh, introduction to radio, right? You've always been a video yeah, star. I've always been a video star. The guy in the front of the camera and doing it live. So I guess I'm kind of used to it, but. There's always there's always mistakes. That's what I love about doing live shows. Is you, you know it's off the cuff. We're just making it up as we go along, kind of. I mean, got sirens in the background. Sounds like I'm back home on Third and Pine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> going crazy. But uh, we have our next guest in the studio coming in after the break. It's Mr. DJ Tigro coming in. One of our DJ sessions residents, DJs, and gonna be talking with him a little bit. But uh, right now, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. What up, y'all? DJ Dirty Harry hanging out with my guys at RainerAvenueRadio.world. Check them out. This is Paul Pearson, host of Star Time. And when I'm not meeting Mrs. Jones in that cafe for a chat and nothing else, I'm listening to RainierAvenueRadio.world. This is your Rainier Avenue Radio Dot World community update on Detective Cookie's Chess Club, held most Tuesdays at the Rainier Beach Library from 2 to 5 p.m. for ages 7 and up to learn and play chess. This urban chess club has been going since 2007, but new members are always welcome. For more info, go to spl.org slash Rainier Beach. Check out Fresh Juice on Rainier Avenue Radio every Wednesday night, 9 to 11 p.m. As we bring you the hottest new hip-hop, dope guests, and interviews with artists on the rise. Plus, you know you can kick it with me, D-Money and Evan B. Culture. Every Wednesday night, 9 to 11 p.m. on RainierAvenueRadio.world. Fresh Juice. Time for a Rainer Avenue Radio News Update. In other news, a Wisconsin-based company has been fined $100,000 and barred from selling insurance policies in Washington after it sold policies to gun owners promising to pay legal costs if they were involved in a shooting, according to the Washington State Insurance Commissioner. United States Concealed Carry Association, Inc., Incorporated, or USCCA, bundled the insurance product with membership in this organization, according to a new statement released Monday by Insurance Commissioner Mike Cradler. 
The plan was advertised as immediately paying criminal defense costs if a member was charged with a crime related to the intentional use of a firearm or other weapon. The problem, it is illegal in Washington state to insure criminal activity, and there was no clear way for policyholders to pay the insurance company back for the legal costs if they were convicted, said Kara Klotz, a spokesperson for the insurance commissioner's office. USCCA sold insurance to 1,675 Washingtonians between December 1st, 2018 and June, January 30th, 2019, collecting $241,000 in premiums before voluntarily ceasing sales in the state, according to Chrysler's office. It has paid no claims in Washington state, according to Chrysler's office. Insurance companies must be authorized to sell policies in Washington state, and their policies must be reviewed and approved by Chrysler's office. The company sent in an emailed statement that it is working on membership delivery structure that will be acceptable to the insurance commissioner's office. Meanwhile, USCCA is not currently selling premiums for its insurance in Washington, New York, or New Jersey. USCCA agreed to pay the $100,000 fine and $5,457 in unpaid premium taxes, penalties, and interest, which will be deposited into the state's general fund. At the beginning of this year, Chrysler's office fined an insurer and an insurance agent a total of $177,000 for selling similar illegal liability policies in Washington State under the National Rifle Association's Carry Guard Program, the statement said. Rainer Avenue Radio News. Here with the Rainer Avenue Radio traffic update. You can listen to us in your car 24-7 anytime by downloading the free TuneIn app. Once you do, search Rainer Avenue Radio. And remember, do not curse out your fellow drivers. This has been your Rainer Avenue Avenue radio traffic update. Full time. All right, everyone. We're back with the DJ sessions, state of the industry sessions, where we discuss all things local, national, and international regarding the electronic music world. And uh, today in the studio for our first inaugural show, I'm here with my hostess, Ashley. Ashley, hi. Thanks for coming on board. This is fun. Yep. Yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and we just had Dirty Harry in the studio. He does the traffic jam from 4 to 6 on, on Rainier Avenue Radio.world. But uh, today we have in the studio with us uh, one of our DJ Sessions resident DJs, DJ Tigro. How's it going this afternoon? Awesome. I guess, is it evening. afternoon? Evening now? It's dinner time. Yeah, I know. It's uh, all this uh, daylight savings, nighttime have, have stuff. Have you and Ashley not eaten yet? Actually, I had McDonald's today. I have been drinking a lot of coffee today. Yeah. yeah. You're I, with my I, wife, and that's not good for you. No, I know. I just I wanted tacos. If you saw my Facebook I had I had pork tacos today for lunch. Pulled uh, pork have, tacos. I'm, I'm going to have tacos tomorrow night with the poker guys and uh, scouting a new rooftop. Well, I've actually already been to the rooftop. Can but, I come play um, poker with you? Yeah, yeah. Come on up. I say the invite. Okay. $20 buy-in. Can't do it tomorrow. Oh, that's cheap. Next, no. one. Next one. Okay. I've got a meeting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, yeah, it's going to be fun, but uh, we're going to meet up and scout a new rooftop for our rooftop parties we'll be launching here. Shortly, monthly, it's going to be a brunch. Uh, we're planning to have cooking and like... Mimosas? The first one. Mimosas, yes. But it's going to be the first one. It'll be uh, Salmon Benedict. And then uh, we'll have like four to six types of bacon. And we're going to have a Build Your Own Bloody Mary bar and a Build Your Own Mimosa bar. Yes. And it's at this very, very awesome, awesome rooftop in South Lake Union. I mean, it's like... The bee's knees. It's 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 pretty. I'm I'm really excited about it. So we meet with the uh, meet with the building tomorrow and uh, and then go play some poker and eat tacos. We're gonna have silent disco with our absolutely too. silent disco. Totally. Uh, we can have multiple DJs playing and then also be streaming it live. Um, probably gonna make a limited capacity for this one. It won't be like a 200 person. Probably like 50, 60 people. Yeah, keep so it we're looking at. Yeah, just keep it intimate and upscale some big things have been happening with the dj sessions as well um sheesh. 
we we got our own radio show. Obviously, if you're listening to us right yeah. now, that's really cool. Um, but uh, no, we were actually asked to work on a big event coming up here, uh, an event that actually sold out in less than two minutes, two to three minutes online. And uh, we were contacted to come and work with these A-list celebrity artists. And then also landed kind of a six... We have a couple deals in play, new sponsorships coming on board, new DJs coming on board. There's just a lot of stuff going on. And speaking of silent disco, yeah, uh, a friend of mine, Callie Hansel, Callie Holcomb, mm-hmm. Holcomb. Uh, a client of mine, uh, she, I told her about silent disco about a year ago. And she goes like, I didn't get it. Well, apparently she goes down to Vegas to a wedding.com show. She's down there <laughs> with like 15 other people. And they see the silent disco thing going on. And they all jump into it. And they're like, oh my God, this is the rage. One of her friends, obviously you're in the wedding business, here, yeah. and uh, mentioned, she goes, I, my friend Adam, he does silent disco with the show called The DJ Sessions. And she said that to Callie, and Callie goes, no, that's my friend, Darren, with The DJ Sessions. So she's all raging about it. If you don't know what a silent disco is, basically we take uh, headsets and we put the DJs on and stream, or we basically broadcast the music via headsets, yeah, and free. the headsets have different channels. So we could have up to four DJ booths going at the same time. Was it four or three? Four now. Oh, like, wow. I, I got four channels, but we're looking to get nine channels here. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool because they're really nice quality headsets. You put them on and you can kind of choose the music you want to listen to. Um, it's been making its way through the, to the major, bigger parties. We do our events, eight events a month, every Saturday and every Sunday. Uh, you know, come on out, check it out. Bring the kids. Gasworks Park event. in the spring and summer. Gasworks Park and Golden Gardens. Uh, we're doing the fire sessions now at Gasworks Park, oh, yeah. where we put the bonfire underneath the, the covered area, and it yeah. uh, keeps us nice and warm and uh, dry, and it's pretty awesome. Cool. I mean, yeah, so enough about that. How long have you been DJing for? Welcome on the show. Thanks for oh, coming up. Thanks for having me. from T-Town. You know. Essentially, yeah. The, the Milton, if people Milton. know where that is, huh? Between yeah. Fife and Federal Way. Tucked in. I still got to be in Pierce County, because I still have parents and grandparents that are still alive mm-hmm. down there, so... It makes sense, even though most of my work's in Bellevue and Seattle. Yeah, and you've been DJing for a while now. I mean, we've known, gosh, how far? Maybe 10, maybe more than that. At least 10 years. Trying to think about that when we met. Mm. Was it some event? uh, Let's see, who was involved with that one? Crystal Method, The Prodigy, Cascade. When was that? That was 12, USC 12, I think. Was it? I think it was USC 12 or 13. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that was Crystal Method and yeah, uh, a few other people. We were upstairs in the VIP. We had that little VIP sitting area. Yeah, we won't we won't talk about it because because it was it was a positive experience. So I got to meet you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. ultimately, some of the artists were were very accommodating of your interview requests, mm-hmm. and then there were some that weren't so nice to you, and that really still to this day gets on my nerves. How how it, it, some people when they get into into positions of fame. How they treat other people. You know? Yeah, and you know, I just kind of grain off the bat, you know, grain of salt, like sand. I don't even remember who you're talking about. I know, honestly. <laughs> yeah. In the last couple of years, they've been they've been really nice to you. In the last couple of years, I mean, we uh, we interviewed Tidy one time, and yeah. he was like, "Have champagne with us. Come have champagne." <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Is it, isn't he from Down Under? One. We didn't air that episode. And it never will be aired, no. but I'll tell you right now, Tidy, he is a very down. hospitable guy. We did a Last Supper Club night with him a few years Th- back. That's what it was. That, yeah. that, that was. It was, it was when we were closing out Last Supper Club. They were oh, closing yeah. out Last Supper Club, and we were in the, the VIP downstairs, which yeah. is now the underground. 
And um, yeah, he was great, actually. Oh, really funny. nice guy. Elijah Wood. I wasn't there for that one, but he was also very nice. Wood, wooden Wisdom. Wooden Wisdom. Oh, yeah. Who would have think that The Hobbit would have uh, DJed? But he does. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of famous people. What's the guy's name that was in Game of Thrones? Oh, I, no, that's his, his. Yeah, his co- his character was Hodor. I Christian forget his Nirin. name. Christian Nern. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome DJ, too, by the way. Amber Rose from Black um, is the, or Orange is the New Black. Amber, or not Amber Rose. I'm sorry. That's the the stripper. Um, Amber, <laughs> What was her name? It was, there was something Amber, I think. But, uh yeah. And not not to get off to, to this topic, but I wanted to ask you, you thought of silent disco. So you're talking about culture and like so I attended my first rave that actually had a silent disco at it as one of the stages recently. Oh, uh, was and it bass therapy? No. Okay. No, freak night actually. Oh but it was just really weird because I was there with some people that have never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And their reaction was, man, look at all those people like dancing differently in the same area. It looks weird. And it's it does look weird. And, and I'm like, yeah, it looks weird, but it's pretty cool mm-hmm. to be able to tune into what you want to hear. Yeah. The person, uh, the person that does, that's with USC on, that does the uh, silent disco, uh, they were also at Above and Beyond to, uh, Weekender. Oh. That was this year. Oh, at the and, Gorge. Yeah, at the Gorge. And I went to that and uh, you could see, um, yeah. I love Above and I Beyond. Missed it, of course. Lo- I love, would love to see them there. Yeah, the and it was I, great. I watch them on YouTube, of course. Because you could see, um, you could, same. you could see. I think it was Jonah or Jono. Um, he was there, and then um, there was, I think, I think it was like Elon Bluestone or somebody. They had two of them up there. Yeah. And if you didn't want to do, if you didn't want to do deep trance, you could go and do um, the uh, just regular trance or whatever. And so it was really cool. You know, like it, the one was like chill beats. The other one was like up. and so it was really cool that you can get like decide which one you want to do and you can see everyone dancing differently because you see people that are on green this is on the main stage no this was actually this was off in that big tent area Uh yeah so um it's cool because you'll see some people and they're just kind of like doing the little side thing into the deep and then you see other people and they're just like bouncing (laughs) and i'm like well i'm not listening to that but let me go see what they're listening to and so it's really cool yeah um Good stuff. It was. Yeah, and, and the one thing I love about the silent disco as a whole is, I mean, you go to a nightclub, you're stuck with the one genre of music. Yeah. You know, here you can get multiple genres of music in the same sitting. I mean, for us alone as a live streaming DJ show, you know, it increased our content double, triple, and quadruple the amount of content we can produce in a show now. And that's just giving more opportunities to more DJs. We are a Twitch featured partner show, by the way. I just wanted to drop that in there. The DJSessions.com. Um, but you know, it just gives more accessibility to a world where nightclubs are actually closing down in Seattle and they're going out. They, the, the, the city council, from what I can tell is not giving two cents to the entertainment nightlife culture. Um, in, in the sense, and when I say city council, the developers that are coming yeah. in, building these buildings, you know, they'll put, they'll put restaurants down at the bottom of them, but not nightclubs. And so, you know, you've, we've seen closure of foundation nightclub the closure of hassan manor um what else has closed down in the last couple of years um i don't know that Tia, just, Tia just to lose aston manor yeah. you already said that one didn't yeah. you just to be to be honest i'm old now studio yeah. seven and, and as we studio get seven yes yeah, as seven, we yeah. get older the the, the 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 we don't want to go out we want to stay home and crank it up whatever we have on online or well, you know, that's if, the problem, though, is the opportunity for DJs to go out and play yeah, is, is, is minimized. Yep. It's minimized, and then then you got 
what I call the nepotism factor, where it's only the good old boys club get booked for the good old boys shows. So even as an artist trying to make it out there and play a nightclub, I mean, you might, if you're hustling it, you can really get in and maybe if, I mean, if you're not in with the crews, you might be able to play a nightclub once every three months. Yeah, if you work for free too. Yeah, and, and because the shows, <laughs> the promoters are only doing monthly shows. Yeah. If yeah, and yeah, you got to work the event and play that whole racket, and you know, we just want to make sure that people get an opportunity to play, and that's something we've realized through the Silent Disco technology, that not only can we set up an event wherever we want to now. Yeah. We don't have to worry about noise laws. Um, I mean, I had a cop come over and try to grill me the next. I was set up at Golden Gardens, and he goes, "You can't have any amplified music." I go, "Officer." They're in headsets. There's no amplified music. Well, if somebody brings a Bluetooth speaker and hooks it up and there's amplified music, I go, no, sir, I can't do that. <laughs> They're on specific frequencies. He paused for a second, looked at me, and stuck out his fist and goes, oh, man, give me a fist bump. That's really cool. <laughs> okay, have a nice day. You know, because we're not disrupting the people in the park. Yep. You know? and, 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 and then we're videoing everything and, and putting that up online for distribution. So it's like, you just got to kind of take those newer technologies. We were talking to Dirty Harry right before you shut up and how easy it is for people to enter into the DJ world now, you know, and, and boom, like you don't have to spend the vinyl, carry the vinyl, get the techniques. And from what I understand, vinyl is hard to play on. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, it's slippery, as we like to say. Yeah, slippery, slippery. Uh, um, not, that, not that we need to get on this, but you kind of hitting on a topic that was uh, brought up in, in all places, a wedding group today on Facebook by uh, another DJ. Uh, yeah. And it was about people hiring DJs and asking questions. And the questions have changed what you need to ask when you hire a DJ. And uh, one of those things is, uh, where do you get your music? Do you own your music? Because there are DJs trying to make a buck that are specific, that are streaming, pretty much using Spotify or iTunes or whatever Amazon Prime or whatever, they need an online connection to do their job to play their music off the laptop. What are and they doing? Are they just like pretending to flip the little just, sliders just, when they're yeah? When they're I mean, you, it? obviously, you you have software where you can at least blend two tracks together now really easily. And for three hundred bucks, you're a lifetime member of Virtual DJ, for example. But oh, you know, we've got Tractor and Serato and Engine Prime on the Denon side, and you've got all these different ways to control music, but Really, all it takes is a laptop, some software, and either a, a hacked collection or, hey, let's just get a streaming subscription for 20 bucks a month. And we've got all unlimited music as long as you have a connection. Yeah, but technology. there's been stories of people's events being ruined because they don't have the right music when they show up and there's no online connection. So they aren't able to do a good job, wow. you know, and pull up the right song. So to me, you got to own your own music. You got to be licensed. You got to be insured. And you got to diversify too, Darren. As I have over these many years, you got to become a sound guy, an audio engineer. You got to become a lighting guy, a video technician. If you know a little bit about a lot and you don't just have to DJ in the nightclub, you can do the corporate events, you can do weddings, you can do Mm -hmm. 50th birthdays and you can make a decent living doing it. I think we were talking about it a few months ago when I first brought all the DJs on board at the DJ sessions and, and, and said... I said, how much do you charge for a wedding app? You get like 13, 14, you're like uh, 18, 50. That's kind of the minimum yeah. for a Saturday anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, but it's a wedding DJ, not this nightclub DJ. You know, there's the, obviously the difference in an event DJ, even though they're both events. Yeah. There's, you know, differently, you know, the customer's usually going to have to give you a playlist of what they want to play. You're, yeah. you're kind of, and you're also probably going to be more of an MC as well. 
you know, tw- I would say 20% of business. the job is, is <laughs> nightclub DJ. Cause it's the dancing portion yeah. of a wedding. You are, you're, that's when I shift gears from Adam, the, the MC and DJ into DJ Tigro, the, the crazy mixologist. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. Background music, making everything flow, planning a soundtrack, uh, being an MC and coordinating with, be it the planner, the venue contact, mm-hmm. the caterer, the photographer, the videography team, it's whoever. Way more involved than, than I would say a nightclub DJ per se. Yeah. It, it, and I know they're going to pick their track list. And they're going to put their track list together what they want to play for the club. But now when you walk into the club, you got 10,000 songs on a flash drive. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, I got my bangers here and I got this here. And boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But back, back to me getting old, as I get older, I I look back and I'm just, I'm amazed but that I can bring a thumb drive in and that's my record crate mm-hmm. and play, whether it be, you know, Pioneer Record Box or mm-hmm. Prime or without a laptop even. And, and speaking about, you you are a major fan of Denon products. Tell me what, tell me what you're using right now. Yeah, Den, either the Prime 4 or the SC5000 media players. There's the motorized version or just the plain version. Uh, the turntablists like the motorized version. Matter of fact, you buy two of them right now, you get the mixer free, the X1800. That's some deal they've got through Christmas. Wow. Not that I'm the sales rep or anything, just, just <laughs> sharing the info. Uh, but nice. I just, I love the software, the, the platform it was designed on. It uh, is just, it's flawless. And now I don't know if you saw this for the, all the Serato users. They have integrated Serato into the controller. So oh. you can hook your laptop up to it, but visually, the touchscreen is Serato now. It's not Denon Prime. Oh. So they, okay. you, you can set it up so that you can just kind of hook your laptop up, set it aside, and then use the hardware oh, specifically. Fun. So they've integrated Serato fully with the new version of Serato that just came out. So for me, that, that I would hook up a laptop, and that would be my backup, essentially, because I got yeah. two terabytes of music on the laptop. And I only have a thumb drive that's only about 100 gigabytes yeah. that I mainly play off of. So if that takes a shit, you've got, oh, shouldn't have said that on the air, but hopefully you can beat me out. Uh, if the, You know what I mean. Next time. Be, yeah, beat me next time. Uh, if, if, if that. Guess, guess or, guests can get away with one, one here oh, that's, there. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Sorry. But if the uh, thumb drive crashes or uh, something in the database becomes corrupt, mm-hmm. uh, you, you have a chance to just switch right over seamlessly mm-hmm. to, to your awesome. laptop. So. That's awesome. That, so um, yeah. what have been some of the biggest changes you've seen over the last, I'd say, 10, 10 years? I mean... Um, I saw something out there recently. It, oh, it was a it was a video made by Pioneer. Yeah. And they were talking about the rise of the mobile phone, the mobile device in the nightclub world now, and how that DJs can be on stage performing. Somebody takes a picture of them, and they aren't given that smile, or they aren't given that they aren't given that photo photogenic moment. Yeah. And then that photo goes out, and and the person puts it on Twitter or an Instagram, and all of a sudden you get fifteen thousand people going. Gosh, that guy looks like a jerk. He looks like a, a mean, you know, he's just mean. But he's trying to perform, and now they got all these cameras on him where cameras weren't there before. Yeah. Um, you know, how, have you seen that change the industry in, in your world? No, I, I just think appearances in general of the audience or of the DJ or of the show have become more impressive mm-hmm. in all aspects. Uh, when I walked in earlier during the broadcast earlier, you guys were talking about how people dress at events and really like the females and like 
I, I, even at freak night, I was dumbfounded by what people were wearing. Cause what we wore back in the day, we covered up a little bit more, not to say we were modest. Cause I sure heck am not, but, uh, I, I just, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's changed because it's become more visual, not just audio. It's not just about the music. Now it's about what you see visually. It's about what you smell, feel. It's almost like it, the whole experience is just about your senses. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the phones have, have brought us all together. We can actually communicate 8,000 people across the arena to say, Hey, where are you at right now? And get together and, I don't know if you remember back in the day, you used to have to have a meeting place and meet on the hour here with your friends and, (laughs) you know, or, Hey, page me and I'll, I'll try to call you back or, you know, that, that didn't exist. That didn't exist. Yeah. yeah. But But, I mean, do you feel that it takes away from if the performance, are you talking about the performance? No, I'm from the, from the end user experience because they're capturing that they're sharing it because they want to share it with people. Oh yeah. But uh, should they just say like a Sean majors, they were doing events here called no signal. Okay. And you go into the event and you left your cell phone at the door. Oh, that's been around for a while. Actually, there is a building in Germany where they actually don't allow you to bring phones in or cameras of any sort. And it's a a huge nightclub. It was like a, an insane asylum or a mental hospital. I think that got converted into a club and it's, you are not allowed. You will be kicked out if you take video. Um, because they have a lot of other lewd and, crazy things going maybe on no one really Find knows which club you're talking about I yeah in germany yeah maybe you know maybe um but i've actually again just to touch on the last festival i went to which was the weekender um you know actually above and beyond encourage the crowd to bring their cell phones out and kind of do yep. like what you used to do way back you know where you took your lighter out and kind of wave it in the air around you. Um, they actually just encouraged you to take your phone out and just have the, the screen really bright and just wave it. Um, but I think what you're specifically talking about is does it ruin the experience when you have people, instead of being present, just taking like video on their phone of this, um, you know, performance? I mean, yeah, because I, I remember in 2017, I went to um, Cascadia Festival local here, Eclipse Festival down in Oregon. And uh, went to Imagine Festival, and I pulled out my phone maybe three times. I think I pulled my phone out one day at Eclipse to take a series of like 10 pictures. And after that, I, we had no cell phone service, but I wasn't taking, you know, everything, taking it out and taking pictures of everything. They said, like, at Burning Man, they now have self service down at Burning Man. So now everyone's kind of wrapped up in where it used to be engaging and organic, and you meet people, you're kind of now. When you get that downtime, you're looking at your cell phone. You're, you're doing your, you know, social posting and, and whatnot. So I was I was going to mention this. I did notice Don Diablo busted out like a whole portion of his set just to say, "Hey, everybody, get your phones out. I'm going to take a picture of the crowd with their phones up." So there there is kind of an interaction thing going on. But I I don't you know it's it's, it's changed in so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, I want to take a quick moment here just to give some people some shout-outs that are actually watching the show right now. Tony Benton, Kameko, James, Chad, and Karen. Thank you all for tuning in and watching us live right now. I just was looking over in the chat room and didn't want to ignore them. Yeah. Um, speaking of you know social media. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. But yeah, this is our first inaugural show, and we're having some fun here in the studio. I think it's going to be a great thing every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Actually, I think it's... 6 p.m. to 6.57 p.m. Uh, is, is how the show works. And we're here at Rainier Avenue Radio dot world. 
in the studio with Adam, DJ Tigro and uh, Ashley, our co-host, and uh, myself, Darren Bruce. Um, you know, feel free to hit us up online. Find us at uh, thedjsessions.com. Uh, find our social media at thedjsessions.com. You'll find out about all of our events and everything. We have 12 events a month that we do, up to 144 hours of content that we could be pushing out there. Uh, we're a Twitch featured partner. Uh, I'm going to start having more A-list celebrities on the show. Lots of stuff's happening with us. I mean, it's just... Wow. That was an explosion happening, by the way. Uh, no sound effects. We'll get yeah, some no, soundboards. No, we'll get a soundboard. Sound. <laughs> I don't have sound effects here. Yes, I got to make my own. Um, let's see. It's 6.53. We've got a few minutes. Is there anything you want to say before we... Oh, I just, I, I, I just kind of wanted to share I, I, something... Uh, I, that happened at freak night. Actually, I got to meet somebody, a producer, an artist who I really respect and, and love, got to give a thumb drive to, of course, don't know if she'd listen to it. Cause I made a, a tribute mix to Nora and pure and got to meet her backstage after set. She gave me a hug and like smiled and, you know, all the good stuff. It was a good interaction and, uh, music's always awesome. Uh, but Black Tiger Sex Machine, you guys ever heard of these guys? Oh yes, they 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 were rock my world, man. Those guys put on a performance, and that PK sound just blew it blew it. Just anybody that hasn't experienced a good bass show with those guys with that sound. I remember King Cat Theater days when they would come and they'd play. Yep. Yeah, they were they were awesome. Porter Robinson was awesome as always. I got to give a shout out to Wilkinson because that guy impressed as well and. Uh, just, uh, yeah, those are, those are kind of the highlights to, to me. Dioro was great too. He's, he's a big fave. Saw him at EDC, um, 2016, I think he, he played some great stuff. He, he reminds me of me almost just <laughs> in the sense that he's all over, he'll play house tracks, bass tracks. It doesn't matter. Uh, you yeah. know, he's all over the place. And I, that's kind of what I like to model myself after is somebody that can play anything, anytime. Uh, of course, keeping it on beat and in key when possible. Always important. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, where can people find out more information about you? More DJ information Tigro? about me. My DJ website is djtgro. That's tgro.com. And uh, if you're looking to hire a mobile DJ, adamsdjservice.com has a plethora of information about me and uh, where I'm coming from and uh, what I like to do for my clients. Who, before we let you get going, if you could open for one DJ, Oh. Who would that be? Like, I mean, really, like, they go on right after you. Uh, I've done this many a times. I mean, uh, low, if if it depends on the place and where, but like Z trips, always somebody I'd love to do something hip hoppy with. Um, Nora and Pure, or Lane Eight, or Rufus Du Soul on Ooh. on the house side, somebody like that, or. I don't know something. Somebody crazy from back in the day, like DJ Irene or Bad Boy Bill, yeah, Richard Humpty Vision, some some banger like that that just come in. I could set them right up nice. Yeah, uh, that is there one on one more note. Something I noticed in DJing at Contour and seeing at the shows at Freak Night. Why is it so? One of the things that intrigued me about DJ culture was how a DJ would hand off his set to the next DJ and how that DJ would pick up and make it seamless. Mm -hmm. But now everybody just stops the music, yells at the crowd, and then the other person comes up and does an intro. Like, when did that change? I don't know. Because that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, almost. you're right. I, like, I really look forward to how is this DJ going to take over from that guy? And it just doesn't happen. I mean, and this so, is a freak night. 
No, if oh. will there be Freak Night, Contour, oh, okay. anywhere I've been recently. Yeah, I have seen that in some shows, just, you know, where they do kind of stop it. And, you know, that was part of the fun was to see how it's almost how like transition. Between it's almost artists. like an Olympic relay. You know, how are you going to yes. pass the baton and how yeah. are you going to carry it and then, you know, keep on going? Yeah. So and my so challenge, it, all yeah. the younger DJs out there is when you start your set and you're taking over from another DJ, try to transition creatively from that set. And impress the crowd. Like, when did he start? You that know? is an yeah. That, I do like it when I'm like... when I'm you know I'm dancing with my friends, and then you know I look up and I'm like, when did he leave? And when did this person get on? Yep. You know that's Doesn't actually that's anymore. a mind it's a mind blower well, right there. We're gonna have to stop the conversation there because we've run out of time yeah. on the show well, today. Thank you, guys. thank you for coming on the show, yeah. DJ Tigo Ash. Thanks for coming by. Check us out every Monday from six to seven p.m. on Rainier Avenue Radio World. The DJ Sessions, State of the Industry Sessions. This is your host, Darren, and we are out.